www.thebibleschool.com. AudioMicro.com. Hey everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Four Dorks in a Room. Today's topic is animal rights. Jade, Aiden, Riley, and I are going to take our stance on animal rights, so just start the show. Alright guys, let's get right into it. Uh, the first known recorded date of the animal rights movement started in 1824. Uh, the group was Richard Martin, Arthur Broom, and William Wilberforce. In 1866, the next biggest foundation was created, and that was the ASPCA, which is known as the American Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. This company is still around today and is still kicking as the largest company for animal cruelty. To follow that, in 1911, the Protection of Animals Act came out, and that was the first major act in the movement to protect and secure animals from abuse. All right, the next big major act in the Animal Welfare Society was the act of, Animal Welfare Act of 1966. This was pretty much piggybacking off of the Protection of Animal Acts of 1911, where it stated that in order to test an animal for an experiment, you must have them registered. The WDLA was created after the testing of animals, basically as a day to educate people about the illegal and the cruelty testing of animals and it was labeled or named the World Day of Laboratory Animals. Alright, so the next thing is the launch of PETA in 1980 and uh, this is still the biggest company around but PETA means People for Ethical Treatment of Animals. People eat tasty animals. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> uh, but this is one of the largest animal rights companies around and it, they say, they make, they support and the safety and health of all animals. The Welfare Amendment of 1985 basically just improved the standards of the Laboratory Animals Act. Taking a big leap here, but in 2007, horse slaughter ended in America. Uh, so America does not allow horse slaughtering anymore. But however, Americans are still sending horses over to other countries like Mexico to uh, be slaughtered and used as what they call American horse patties. Ew. That's nasty. So there's a story that the vet told us about horses. This lady had four horses, and she was starving them. And they eventually died, and the, their dogs were starving too, so the dogs were eating the horses. It was like a German Shepherd feeding fest in the stalls. So some of the things that the lady was saying, I was like, uh, what? <laughs> So she said if a puppy bites you at a young age, they should be put down right away because they'd be dangerous and they'll be very mean when they grow up. But I don't think that's right because I have a puppy and when she was little, she used to bite me all the time. And now that she's two years old, she's perfectly fine. Yeah, my puppy, when she was younger, did. she used to harm me all the time. But now that she's older, she doesn't do anything to hurt me. I kind of think it's just puppy, like... Chemistry. It's, it's like pu puppies will bite you, they'll nibble on you, but as long as they aren't like doing like detrimental damage to you, I think it's fine. Like yeah. They get more mature and they don't hurt you anymore. We now take a break in our uh, original scheduled program to recognize one of our sponsors, the Purple P Mattress Protector. Did you know that the wrong mattress protector can ruin the feel of your mattress? Nobody likes sleeping on a plastic bag. Other protectors turn your bed crinkly or stiff, and they make your mattress noisy and hot and uncomfortable, like a Nickelback concert. The Purple 
protector cradles your pressure points and helps you get a good night's sleep. Don't be silly, get a great night's sleep with the Purple Mattress Protector. Welcome back, my boys and girls. In this section, we're going to talk about our stance. Riley, stop dancing. <laughs> we're going to talk about our stance in animal rights and cruelty. And I'm going to start off with, I don't think you should kill animals if they are babies, like puppies. Like, say, our vet that we interviewed, she said, stop dancing, Riley. She said that she wanted to put down puppies if they were biting and I don't think that's right because you don't teach mm -hmm. a dog the second it comes out of its mother because that's just not physically you possible. You have to give them a chance. Exactly. You have to give them a chance. You have to let them grow up and basically give them that opportunity to be taught how to not bite. I also don't like that people just, you know, give their animals to pounds and those pounds put those animals down. And when you put those animals down, then there goes this cute little puppy. And I just feel that animal rights should be a bigger problem in our society. It's a huge problem, but I feel like people should start working on ways to, you know, like keep the dogs and keep keep any, any animal, not just a dog, like fish. Don't throw fish at the sides of sheds. Don't kill dogs. Don't shoot an animal if it comes on your property. I've heard pe people doing that. Don't do that. You agree? Yes. And also, I was going to say something. And plus, if the, even if, like, the dogs do bite, they could be healthy. You know, like, there couldn't be, like, any problems with them. Not all dogs have rabies. Exactly. Maybe some of them. Like, I might. But not all dogs have rabies. Uh, it's just uh, basically the moral of this long story, which is really only a minute and 40 seconds, is don't put dogs down unless, you know, they're killing somebody. Then They're that's youngins. right to shoot somebody. Basically, youngins. at that point, you just want to warn the the um, owner 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 about the dog and basically just let the dog have a chance. I get if it bit somebody six seven times, then yeah, something then, would be wrong. Yeah. It'd be a problem. But muzzles are a thing. Facts. Fences are a thing. True. Those outdoor shelter things, kennels, those are a thing. <laughs> Uh, okay, don't let your dog hang out with starving horses. Our vet was also talking about that. A German Shepherd literally ate six of the horses down imagine. to the skeleton. and That, that is just... I, I can't imagine that. that. I grew up with horses. I have friends with horses. It's just not right. True. True. True, 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 true. Facts, 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 facts. Facts. All the facts. All the facts. But that, that was basically our stance, and our yeah. vet had way, way different stance on this. I just oh, didn't yeah. agree with her. I didn't either. You know, I kind of want to expand on what Max was saying. I kind of agree with her standpoint, but I also think that uh, the reason that some animals are, uh, you know, dangerous to society are because of owner, uh, how the owner takes care of them. Uh, it's not the animal's fault exactly that they're uh, being thrown out and locked in kennels. Uh, and the kennels can make the dogs aggressive because, and hyper because uh, they can't run around and get their energy out. And then uh, also like with the pit bulls, pit bulls are uh, seen as one of the most dangerous animals. And uh, um, that's mostly because of human error. Uh, people train the pit bulls to fight. And, you know, the pit bulls, they're naturally not a fighter animal. They, they don't come out of the womb and like oh my gosh I'm I want to bite all these people and you know I might kill a baby today no that's not how they are they they um it's just human error I I feel like 
people are quick to point fingers at the big dogs like the German Shepherds, you know, uh, the pit bulls again. Uh, I just, a lot of it's based off human error and, um, you know, it's, it's all just goes back to human error. You know, I also see it as, uh, if you can't support an animal, why, why would you buy the animal? If the animal's going to end up suffering, um, why would you, why would you get the animal if you can't support it, give it food, give it water, give it a nice home? Why would you get it? Um, but it's also, it's kind of like you wouldn't have a baby if you couldn't support it. You, you know, you wouldn't bring a kid in this world and just leave it in the yard chained up to a fence uh starving it would you no you wouldn't you'd want to support it that's i feel like that's the same thing with animals if you can't support it don't get it it's that's one of the big things that's one of the big problems with animal rights uh people are like oh i really want this animal and they don't see that oh this animal involves a lot of uh, room they need a lot of room to run they need people to take them out they need people to feed them every day they need attention they need to be played with uh things like that i mean i feel like that's one of the bigger things in the animal rights like people sometimes people just don't care i don't know why you can't i can't just look at an animal out in the yard and say oh uh i don't feel like taking care of him today i can't just do that with my dog i can't I look at it, I'm like, oh, you need something? Oh, okay, I'll do that for you right now. Even if it's annoying. Even if it's annoying, I'll, st- I'll still do it. So I'm going to be talking about people's point of view on animal rights and then my point of view on animal rights. So about a third of Americans want animals to have the same rights as people. But about 62% people think animals should have some kind of protection, but not as much as people. And... Women are more likely to support this point of view because I guess you could say women are more lovey and stuff towards anybody, people, animals, and men are just starting to realize that animals mean more than what they thought. So animals are just as important as people are. Animals have the ability to suffer in the same way that we do, like they can feel pain, And they can feel fear, loneliness, and love. There are people out there that believe that animals should have some kind of right, but not as much as humans. But that doesn't give humans the right to treat animals badly by, like, abusing them, hitting them, or anything. Now that I've researched more about animal rights and people's view on them, there's a lot of people saying, Oh, I support animal rights. You shouldn't be abusing them but they support it so much that they become vegan because they don't want to kill cows or pigs well now i'm going to tell you about my point of view on animal rights i believe that animals should be treated just as we are because they do feel love pain fear everything that we do and it's not right for people to abuse their animals That's like abusing their kid, kind of, you know, because you're raising this animal. But I do get it. If your dog does act bad, like if they pee on the floor or poop, like, yes, give them a little slap on the butt. But don't, like, 
chuck them across the yard or like whip them with something where they're bleeding or anything like that's not good I get it if you like slap their butt and tell them no that's wrong then they'll understand they'll learn from that but don't put them in pain and that's my point of view on animal rights hey guys this is the end of our podcast and this is our perspective on animal rights and what we think about it overall and thanks for listening bye adios amigos Marco.com Audio Marco.com